Welcome to the P-Money Show, where your host, Paulina Salazar, talks real estate. Okay, so we'll just jump right into it. Um, Sean, if you you guys maybe just want to do a really short introduction, I always forget to do that. You can start, Sean. All right, Sean Torres, I'm with Cross Country Mortgage, and uh, we're, we are uh, been working, well, we've been with you, Paulina, now for about five years, doing most of your loans. Uh, I've got a full staff of um, processors, everything else, uh, loan officer assistants, and uh, we're a nationwide company, and uh, we do a lot of these 203K loans, so I'm excited to talk about it. Nice. Thank you. Hey guys, it's Tanya Gonzalez. I'm with New Venture Escrow. I, uh, we basically represent um, escrow all throughout San Diego County, and we can do escrow um, all throughout California. I've been working with Paulina for a few years now. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And then I'm myself, just a boring old real estate agent. <laughs> Not boring at all. Um, Not no, true. But I do. I don't think I've done my fair share of FHA two hundred three k loans. I know that Sean, you had cross qualified. I think somebody purchasing one of my listings, um, they were trying to use one. I think that's the only time I've really come across it. So I just really wanted to understand the program so I can talk about the benefits if there is any. Um, but it just sounds really interesting because. We are from San Diego, so with that being said, most of the homes here that you're going to get entry-level are going to definitely need some fixing. So could you just maybe start off by just explaining in simple terms like what the FHA 203K loan is? Yep, so the 203K is is effectively, it's, um, th- there, there are several different institutions that will do a renovation loan, um, FHA has their version, what they call 203K, is um, you have to have a minimum of $5,000 worth of repairs needed on that property. So if you go look at a property and Paulina is showing you a house and you say, oh man, the, I'd really like to redo the kitchen. <clears throat> well, safe to say redoing a kitchen is going to cost you at least $5,000. So you could actually buy the property with, you're still with your minimum, you're, you're three and a half percent down. And then put uh, you. Know, then you go out and you get estimates from licensed contractors um, for the renovations of the kitchen. And um, as long as that addition, the, the additional cost, say it was ten thousand um, dollars, is is as long as that and the new purchase price is below the appraised value, or at least at the appraised value then um, then you're fine. So you have to have you always have to have three and a half percent equity. So let's just use a hundred thousand dollars for instance. If you can buy a house that after you finish this kitchen is is gonna be worth a hundred thousand dollars and you can pick it up for fifty thousand dollars, okay, then you're gonna um, you put your three and a half percent down, and then you're gonna go in and you're gonna put ten thousand dollars in the kitchen and whatever it might be. So you're going to be below that $96,500 loan limit. So you would qualify because they actually include the cost of the renovations into the loan. And as long as it appraises for more than your total add up of your purchase price, plus your repairs, then you're in good shape for an FHA loan. Who checks like, who did, is this just the appraiser that goes out there? He knows what kind of loan. So he's like, he knows to appraise it picturing the kitchen or 
Who do, who runs those numbers and approves that? Right. So great question. You have you you'll get a renovation estimate. You'll get a a contractor it has to be a licensed contractor, and they'll put together a detailed breakdown of everything you want to do. I use kitchen as an example, but you may have kitchen, you may have carpet, flooring, paint, whatever it is. You get an itemized list with the cost of each renovation and the appraiser has to have a copy of that so he takes into con- he takes all of that into consideration and he does what's it what's called an arv which is an after repair value he'll say yeah. okay okay yep arv so once he'll say okay this house right now needs a lot of work it would never pass an fha loan or wouldn't pass a conventional loan um but you, we know that you're going to do all these things and based on the scope of work here's what it's going to be worth when it's finished is there any additional fees that come into play using this loan? Yep, absolutely. So you're going to have, um, you're going to have, a, well, of course you're going to have um, an architect. Sometimes you'll have an architect that'll come in and, and, and tell you if you're moving, if you're, you know, you're putting your kitchen in. So you're, you're going to have somebody that come in and um, plan out your scope of work. You're going to have engineering fees. There is a, a consultant fee at 203. KA cons, uh, consultant fee. Um, you'll have inspection fees. Um, Tanya and the title guys can uh, talk about the uh, the title update fees. So uh, they, they can talk about that. But then you're also going to have to have building permits. Um, so uh, to be on the up and up, you're you're, you're probably going to advise your, advise your clients to get a, to get permits. Um, so you'll have that, and any feasible studies or anything like that, um, you'll you'll have those costs. Got it. So, I mean, is it worth it in your opinion as a lender? Like, because I just feel like you just named a lot of fees. So it's like, wouldn't that, I mean, I know it's not going to be the same as like a new kitchen, you know, but I guess, do you think it's yeah, worth so, it in your opinion or what? You know, I, I can say that over the years I've done, we've done, I've done a bunch of them. Um, but Right now, I mean, first off, right now, I don't even know if <laughs> in this market, it's next to impossible to, to do one of those um, simply because of you know, everybody's getting top dollar even for a, for a dilapidated home. So yeah. um, I, 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 I 100% think it's a, it's a great product. Fannie Mae has their version of it, which we can talk in a bit, but I think it's a wonderful product providing um, you're, we're not in this type of market where you have to pay top dollar for it. So used to be pre COVID, the train of thought was, okay, you can get this hundred, $100,000 home and you can pick it up for 60, 60 cents on the dollar, $60,000 because it needs all of that work. Yeah. So that's when you can, you can have instant equity as if you're able to get a good deal on it because of its condition. I see. Okay. So, I mean, how many... In the last year, how many have you seen these? Like with with COVID, I haven't done one there. I haven't done one during COVID. Yeah, I, I almost feel like the investors are probably picking these up before it's an opportunity for like you know a regular traditional buyer to use a two or three K loan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, absolutely, Tanya. It is is uh, you're getting a lot of cash investors. You know, people that are hungry, they used to, this used to be their business model of this is how they made their living and made their money, the flippers. So they're 
if, if there's anything that has even a remote chance of making a profit on, they're picking them up. So uh, they're paying either paying cash or you're know, using conventional type renovation loan to where it's a little more attractive to the seller. Sorry, guys, I was my dogs are, are fighting over here. Um, um, mine just got uh, yelled at, too, so sorry. <laughs> Um, Sean, I mean, with everything you just said, um, do you think, I know this is like a long shot question, but do you think you'd ever use one yourself? Well, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm maybe not the anomaly, but I'm, I'm somebody different that in my former years, I used to flip a lot of homes. Um, uh, and, and really it's, it's, it's a lot cheaper than you've probably heard the terminology hard money. Yeah. So <clears throat> hard money investors will do the same thing and they're going to go through a lot of the, the, the same things that, that an FHA loan needs, but not all of the things they're, they're not going to, they're, they're not going to, um, uh, nitpick as much, um, as far as inspections and, 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 and they're, they're going to be a little more lenient. But um, an FHA two or three K loan is a lot cheaper than a hard money loan. Yeah. Um, so if it, it, it's really designed for somebody that doesn't have a big down payment, because if you have a big down payment, you can do you can do there are different there are different renovation loans and different options um, than an FHA loan. It, this just allows you to literally buy a home that you can make your own for three and a half percent down, which is really really good. That's I, I've never personally done one. Um, I, for, for myself, uh, always we, we've used the home style renovation loan, which is the version of it. It just requires a bigger down payment. You have to be a little stronger qualification. Um, but there are less, there are less fees and less hoops to go through on those types of loans. And, and, um, interest rates are 10%, whereas an FHA loan, they're really close to what the market, what a normal FHA loan is. They're a little bit higher, but not much. So, I mean, you're getting a, a 2 or 3K loan for, you know, less than 4% interest rate. So, it's really, really good for that reason. It has a specific purpose, which is, you know, that first-time home buyer. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was, like, there were these types of loans but for people with a bigger down. I haven't even heard of those. Yep, that's called uh, the Homestyle Renovation Loan. Oh. Maybe we could put another topic on that. Yeah, uh, it, it requires five percent down, and there are less restrictions. Uh, so you, they'll, they'll allow you to do a lot more foundational work. A two or three K is typically for. I mean, you can do structural things, but it really gets convoluted and a little hairy to where you know, that it's a lot harder to get approved if you're going to go in and and buy a house that you're going to put one hundred and fifty thousand dollars into and renovations. A two or three K is not going to be the right tool for that. You're going to go uh, a home style renovation, or you can go to a, a private, like a local independent bank that that'll portfolio something. To, where they do renovation, yeah. or they'll do, they'll do their own proprietary portfolio type loan. I think that if if and when uh, the market does stabilize, maybe we will see a little bit more of these FHA two or three K loans. Um, you know, once buyers have a little bit more wiggle room and sellers aren't scared to take a loan with so many fees and things like that involved, because I mean, as a seller, I would kind of be hesitant to accept an offer with the two or three K loan, just because like, you know, what if the bids are too high 
or whatever it may be. So there's just more reasons for them to back out using this and knowing up front uh, versus like a normal one. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a make, make no mistake. There is a lot that goes into putting this together and and if a seller or a listing agent has any sort of savviness or knowledge of it, they're going to take just about any other offer than that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that that was very clear. Thank you, Sean. If you guys, Tanya, if you have anything else to add? Um, I don't, at least for escrow fees. I mean, our fees are the same when it comes down to um, the different kind of loans. I'm not really sure, like, exactly on titles and what if they charge a little more or what, what the difference is on those. Um, but as far as escrow goes, the fee always stays the same. Yeah. Good point. Good. So, so uh, I'll touch on it just real briefly, Paulina, is um, title. They, they do, they, they will, we have to hold money into a, um, into a, an escrow account or a lip, they call it a lip, a loan and process. It's a, it's a construction account where um, you say, okay, I need, I need $30 to fix the house. Well, you go out, what has to happen is the bar, the buyer goes out and then they fix a part of the, they fix a, a portion of it and they call them draws. So they'll set, they'll set up maybe three draws where they'll go out and say, okay, the first part is I'm going to do demo. I'm going to do trash out. I'm going to do all these things. I need $5,000. Okay. Once that's done, they send an inspector. The inspector goes out. Sometimes it's the appraiser just to go out and inspect it and say, yep, that they trashed it out. They did all the demo. All right, bank, it's okay. I, their scope of work has been completed. Then um, that money that's sitting in the escrow, they're sitting in an account with title, um, the, the lender gives the approval for that money to be drawn to the buyer to pay the contractors. And then you go on to next, the next phase. So typically a, a two to four draws to where you, you have to, it, it, they're really, really, um, particular on making sure that all pictures are taken, all, up, all, all, all inspections are done so that they know that the work is being done and they're protected. So that was the last thing I wanted to hit on, that that title title does get uh, pretty pretty deep and involved on um, dispersing the draw funds. Yeah. And that can also be done in an escrow holding account, um, which there's not a ton of escrow companies that are doing that in San Diego County, we ju- we're just getting licensed and approved for that. So we will be able to be to do that soon. Yeah. Good. And, and, and <laughs> so if you look at it from the perspective of Tanya or her company or title, would they rather, just much like a seller, would they rather have a loan where once you buy the home, you're done and everybody's done and they close their books? Or do you want to go in and you want to do a, uh, a, a process that's going to take six months for them to close their books on a transaction. So it's, it's kind of tedious. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of liability when it comes to like holding those funds too. Mm-hmm. Right. So who wins in this situation? Uh, the buyer, they get a good deal. The lender works extra hard. Escrow works extra hard. Paulina, you just got to put them in front of those right situations. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to say that, <clears throat> not to say that I, I don't like doing them because I love doing them. It's another, it's a really another source of marketing and another source of uh, being able to close, you know, more loans and sell more homes. So I uh, don't get the wrong impression. It's just, it is a lot of extra work and it'll be a lot of extra work for the buyer too. Yeah. I guess like my worries just, um, like, you know, as you're fixing up a home, like, for example, mine, I got, like, super old. It's, like, 
you think you're going to spend X amount, but it's always, and it always ends up being like double. And I hear that all the time. So it's like, you might have an idea of what you can, like, I get asked a lot, like, how much do you think a new kitchen would be, you know? And I'm like, ah, between this and this. And it's like a big range because you just don't know what could be underneath the sink or behind the wall, you know? So I guess that that would just be my concern is just like telling them, yeah, I think it'll be an estimate of this even though that's probably not my place to say, but just like they're, they're for sure going to ask, you know, whether I say, I don't know, it could be up to 50 grand, hundred grand, whatever it may be. I think it's just like tricky. Cause it's not like I have x-ray vision to see past the walls for anything bigger. Sure. Sure. You know, I think that's better be aware and then get a, get, get a several, get several different quotes, but um, yeah, that, that puts the omen on the, on the buyer to go out and get those quotes and make sure that they, they've got a couple and they've got a contingency account and they've got, you know, a 15% slush fund where if a day they do go over, they're covered. But, um, yeah. but yeah, that, that's, that's definitely a concern where you, I don't think you could kind of put yourself into a corner and give them any sort of number. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much again for, for doing this. And hopefully we air this in about a couple days. So I'll be in touch. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the P-Money Show. For more information, follow at Paulina Sells San Diego.